Welcome everybody to chapter 32 of Legion's Cast. That's right, we're here. We sound fantastic. I know that because we're not on the internet. We are actually in studio. But my host today is not, my co-host today is not everybody's favorite Lazy Boy customizer, Jeremy Gerard. Today, I have an old friend back. A founding father of Legion's cast who has strayed. He's he's left he's left Mythos and he's out exploring other places. Perhaps Cosmerium. We don't know. But Travis Bowles is here. How you doing, Trav? It's great to be back. Gosh, I love that voice. I mean I mean, Gerard is great, but I want both of you. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do, buddy. <laughs> it would probably take both of us. Yeah, to satisfy yeah. me. Oh yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Uh, well, it's a long it's a long ways away from Maine, so Jeremy isn't here today. Uh but we did uh we brought things together to have a absolutely fantastic episode with a couple of guests. So uh let's introduce them. Uh longtime friends of uh the my wife is gonna kill me uh universe Should, could we call it that trav yeah i think uh maybe sewer my wife's gonna kill me sewer <laughs> might be a better way to describe it <laughs> i don't know if universe is appropriate uh you've heard of us talk about you've heard us plug retro rags before on the show at various times and uh, the various shows but we do have joe teague here also known as motu joe how you doing i am doing joe? great thank you guys for having us on and uh with him, if you're a longtime fan, you know that we used to do these fun game shows. Uh, back in the day, we would have these parties, and we would we would we would record them, and dominating the trivia that Pete would write. Uh, and and that might surprise people that Pete wrote it because you know he did call Storm Shadow Cobra Ninja, uh, but he did do a he does did a lot of writing for those but dominating those competitions was usually our friend Russ Coulter how you doing Russ I am fantastic thanks nice. glad to be here you're going to want to get closer to that mic okay that's great oh that's I hot. am so glad to be here man yeah yeah we literally had people say hey uh next next game show don't invite Russ <laughs> <laughs> How come I didn't really end up with any fantastic prizes? That's what I want to know. I don't remember. Were they shitty? Hey, I, I don't know what it was. We were having too much fun at those things. I never things. placed high enough to find out what prizes were. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ah, the old days. Carefree. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen again. I'm sure it will. It will. For um, sure. So, yeah, uh, why do we have these guys on Legion's cast? Well, we're going to tell you. Um, because Retro Rags is a sponsored seller for Four Horsemen, right? Yes, actually, uh, Retro Rags Limited is uh, officially licensed for uh, apparel in both uh, Mythic Legions and Cosmic Legions. So, uh, and it's under the the Four Horsemen uh, umbrella. Yes. So, Joe, tell us the connection here. You're the you're the guy who founded Retro Rags. You're the guy who who yep. made the business and uh, everything else. But now you're working with Russ on this. So how does this come about? 
Uh, well, this was a very logical choice for me. Uh, strategically speaking, he, number one, is a huge fan. Uh, to be fair and full transparency, even even more so than I was, because my my fandom really started with the homage figures, the Motu homage figures is where I got it. But Russ had been in it from a long time back, and his artistic skills and talents were just perfectly suited for what we were looking at doing. And when I say we, I'm talking me about with retro rags and how we could take this property, which no one had taken with and ran with and bring clothing to life. And Russ's artistic skill was amongst the immediate top choices. And I was excited beyond belief that he said, yes. And uh, that's how, how we got to work together on these, uh, this project. Nice. Tell you, that's one of my favorite parts about the Legion line is you don't have to be a completist. Like, you you really can just be, and, and we know a lot of people, too, that that's the way they go. Is And for me, it seems like the Motu homage figures is the big bridge. You know, that's what brings a lot of people in. It's a in. window for many. Yes, yep. And, and it's, it's a it, gateway. Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely the gateway drug, um, and and that's why like I love that shows. You know, you I put those things out front, and you it'll suck people in all the time, and they're like, "Hey, that's trap jaw," and I mean, and then sometimes I even have to explain that that it no, it's not quite trap jaw. It's right. not that toy you remember, but this is the deal, and um, that's what one of the things I love about it is you can be. I'm a completist. You know, I got a problem, of course. Steve, you are. A completist, right? Yeah, I'd say you might as well call me one. Do I have? There are a couple outlier figures I don't have. Yeah, I mean, I get everything. Right. Anything I don't have is from the first wave. Yeah, Russ. What about you? Um, I started out as skeletons only, unfortunately, because I have been here pretty much since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on the short second wave release. I think was the first thing I got from. Um, so. You know, and then it was, well, just skeletons and orcs, okay? Because, you know, and now it's all in, all in, z, z, you know, yeah. it, it evolves. And this has been easy to, to slip into getting deeper into, you know. Do you have the, do you have that obsession that you need to go back and, and get the not, other ones? Not at all. Yeah, it doesn't drive it, you crazy. It doesn't really make me nuts because, uh, again, I'm not really a completist for right. the line. I do get them now, yep. but, you know, now for other reasons also. Oh, know? yeah. So. No, I totally understand that. So, Travis, this is a good question. It just popped up for you. Yep. If you had, for some reason, missed out on Wave 1 or Wave 2, do you think you'd be hunting those down? Every uh, single one of them. You know, it's weird because, like, I, I've said it that I'm not – I don't feel like a, a completionist anymore. Um, it's because you have them all. Which that's – it's such <laughs> yeah. a dumb thing to say. But I it happened. I missed on something. Um, and it was uh, – it ended up being the Krampus – the whole set. Like, uh, when the Krampus came oh, out. Oh, right, right. Yeah, they had the mug – they had the cards, yep, and the cards, and, and you know a yeah. bunch of cool stuff. But it sold out fast. It sold out super fast. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I remember like it happened. I got on. I tried. I didn't get them. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's kind of the way it goes. And I actually was was okay with it. Um, I didn't have that thing in our our back of our collecting brain that goes, oh, what the? You got to get that stuff. What's wrong with you? You know, I, I didn't have that. 
And then one day it showed up at my house. So now I got it. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my gosh, it still is there. I'm a completionist, you know, to an extent. Because, like, I I haven't gone. I've bought a lot of the Retrorag shirts. um, And it's part of the wonderful part. My buddies do it. My buddy lives close enough where he can hand them to me, which is freaking awesome, you know. Um, but I don't have every shirt. Um, I don't. I don't know. I thought co- cosmic might be that one thing that I was like, eh. I don't. I don't need every one of them um, because I do love mythic. Like I, I love the Dungeons Dragons. Mm. But now every single one that's come out, I'm like, how would you not have that? Like I, yeah. I just have that. Um, so I don't know. I, I probably would have gone back. I'm not a spend three hundred dollars on a figure kind of guy though. Um, so I don't. I don't know if I could have done that. Um, I can certainly sell figures at three hundred dollars <laughs> a figure. Um, but I don't know if I would have had that. That now, if I was if I was Joe and I loved the Motu ones, I then yeah, I would probably be dropping three hundred bucks because I'd want to get Adam on and I, I'd want to get Keltus. I'd I'd want the the ones that you that make it Motu. Unkin was the bear. Good yeah. shit. Okay, that so, was the bear. Yeah. So do you have them all? I do. I all do. And had, had, had it not been from another fellow, uh, my wife is going to kill me, universe member, yes. uh, Jason Boonstra, he had an extra one and was willing to do a, a good deal on it. And I, that's how I got my Unkin. Otherwise, so you I missed him look- originally. Yeah, you were in. Yeah, I, when I first saw it, I'm like, that what? That's not. That's not Man at Arms. Like I didn't. I didn't get the connect. I could see the paint app. I could see what was going, but I didn't have that initial connection. And it was an afterthought. And I still kind of think, like, I see the connection. I get it. But he is actually my least favorite of all of the figures that they've put out from the from that line. Is it because he's an orc? I, had, he I, been a, had he been a knight, would have, what would you have thought? I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know. There's just, again, it, I, like, I like the figure. But oh, yeah. There's just something for the Motu person in me. It didn't. It just just missed the half a beat, right? Mm-hmm. And that's probably why I missed it at first. I didn't say, yeah, I gotta have it. Yeah. But all everyone after that has been like batter and batter and and like the the trap jaw is an excellent example. I mean, that is spectacular. Yeah. Right. Um, the purplar and Calrus, great same buck, two different representations. Awesome. Yeah. You know. Um, and actually, I was. I'm going to get one of the test shots of Purple at King. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, even I even have a, a, a mythic test shot in the, in the yeah. collection now. So Which your your collection, I mean, you you have some, I mean, your Motu collection, obviously, and we'll talk, we'll get into that a little bit too, but does the test shot, do you, does that do something for you? Are you like, that's a cool piece? Yeah. I like, yeah. I, I like that because it's what led to what we got. Yeah. There's a, it's a historic, it's history, right? Yeah. The collectability of it too. Yeah. It's not the monetary because it's kind of, I guess, a running joke. Once something comes into the collection or into my void, it never leaves. Yeah. So it's not about the money. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the, the collectability of it. And the fact that I know they were 3d printed high, you know, high definition. High, there were probably a few of them done. There were some that were probably broken other things. So it's not the only one potentially. Yeah. I'm not thinking that. Yeah. I just liked it because it was. It was tied to that figure that was released under the pretenses of it being unofficially tied to Masters of yeah. the Homage figure. That's yeah. what I liked about it. Do you guys do you guys think that that the fact that Unkin was the first one that that 
kind of that had it been Adam on, had it been He Man or Skeletor, do you think so, that would have changed? So the weirdest thing about Unkin is it's the mm. only one I think of that they didn't. Okay, so everyone since then, if they're a heroic character in Masters, they're a heroic character in Mythos. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Unkin was their first one, and for some reason they crossed it. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan is, I mean, it's maybe that's subconsciously that, that man at arms, but it's Duncan, you know. It, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. So I I wonder how their their thought process changed. Obviously, at some point, yeah, evolved. You know, yeah. Um, I find that interesting, and maybe I don't know if that it's maybe pro- is why it doesn't speak to you as much. Possibly, that's that's probably something something in there. It's got to be. That would be a fun conversation with with those guys from the standpoint of... If only we could get them on. I know. If they would just come on the show. You know, it it makes me wonder if if Unkin... The, the plan was you put out Unkin and, you know, it's just kind of a cool little thing. But then all of a sudden it was like, holy crap. Why don't we just pump these bad boys out, you know? Maybe it was a testing of the waters. Yeah. Let's just see. Yeah. With, see what with happens. The, with the... With the hopes that if this works we've got these other things yeah. that we can do yeah i wouldn't doubt it that that's where it started i, I don't know but that'd be great mm-hmm. maybe you could ask them again if you can get them on the show if we could talk to them if they if any of them would answer answer our messages yeah. yeah do you um do you have any do you guys have you put thought into what we might be getting for PowerCon? any thoughts any guesses i mean there's 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 low-hanging fruit of course. You know. Yeah. I mean, with Magnus, why wouldn't we get a Fisto? Yeah. Magnus looks an awful lot like Fisto, you know. Mm-hmm. But I yep. don't know if they're going to do that, if they're going to take that low-hanging fruit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's another one, too, which somebody just mentioned the other day, and I couldn't. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so obvious. Now I can't think of it. But, hmm. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I probably shouldn't probably shouldn't ask these guys their guess because they might actually know. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. They like, might actually know. You just forgot. <laughs> also possible. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely possible. Uh, yeah, I always. It's funny too because people will ask that question like, "Oh my god, you guys, what's coming next?" Blah blah blah, and, and everything. And I'm like, dude, we never have that conversation. Like. I, any conversation I ever have with anybody from the studio is never about what's coming. Like, I don't, I don't, I kind of like still being surprised. It's kind of fun. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Um, When those conversations come up, it's enjoyable too. It's it's fun, but, but it is kind of crazy that I was like thinking about that. Like, man, most of the time we have no idea what's coming. None whatsoever. And, um. Which is definitely okay because the surprise aspect of it is fun. And PowerCon, that should make PowerCon even more fun. At least that's the hope, right? Yeah. That's when we should be finding out. Or right around that should, time. Usually we know yeah. what's going to be at PowerCon. That's what I going to say. They reveal PowerCon. You, you, they reveal the it before because don't they put them. The, typically they it's it. part of the All-Stars. Yeah. But I don't know. There might be, who knows what they're doing. All-Stars have been a little bit weird this year. Yeah. Supposedly they, July. So maybe we'll find out then, but which would make sense. That's when we find out what's coming at PowerCon. Oh yeah, PowerCon's August, right? Yeah, so, yeah. right around the corner. If July is all August. stars. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't 
you know, whatever whatever stuff that that Russ and I do get privy to, it mm. is kind of you know privy because we want to try to have cohesive releases. Oh certain yeah, things. So sometimes we know, sometimes we have no idea. Yeah, understandable. So, yeah, I was super excited to see that the the new shirt that's coming, the prints that they're they're selling this weekend. By yeah. the way, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Saturday gosh. at eleven. Was it? Is it Tom Whalen? Yeah, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. I was glad to see you guys are doing the shirts too, and that's yeah. super cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, since taking his spot, you know, he he's taking an ownership of the relationship with yeah. Retro Rags. Oh, and that's good. Legitimizing the partnership, which let's be honest, the guys are busy. Oh you yeah. Know? Well, Getting it wasn't important enough for him to drive from Maine. Fifty-seven <laughs> on the list. To be here. <laughs> Apparently, not. It's not. You guys aren't important enough. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's 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 going to be really fun moving forward working with him like releases like this, you yeah. know. So, yeah, you know, weeks ago I got this artwork from Tom, you know, like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Yeah. And we prepped our stuff, got them the imagery they needed to include it in their promotion. Oh, super and, cool. You know, yeah. So, super cool. It's going to be neat as we move forward. Yeah, and that that's the the great thing about the Horsemen. They surround themselves with talented people um who love this stuff and have that passion they prove their passion for the product yeah you know yeah yeah and that's a the, the fun aspect about it is it's just a and it, you guys i mean it's like almost like this family you know yeah. and going to legions con and and that experience was just wild you know and being able to experience how it's it's weird to me still when i think about it how those guys are just regular dudes. They love the same stuff we love. Mm-hmm. They like all this stuff. They like sitting down and talking about it. They enjoy it. It's it's a real cool aspect of it. So like seeing you guys as part of that family is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it feels like it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of sur- it is surreal at times. Yeah. You know, you, you, all, all joking aside, reaching out, calling. If we have a legit, if we need to, they're there. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we try to respect that because and for both of our, our backgrounds, we understand that, you know, the lay person that's listening to the podcast may think Mythic Legions. Yeah. Cosmic. You know, and they may know that they did some other. Their fingers in every freaking thing, man. Right. They have so much going on. It's mind boggling. So I am very cognizant of the almost like the don't speak unless spoken to. And by no means are they like that. Right. They're so right. cool always available i'm just trying to be respectful of what they've got going on yeah so but yeah they're there whenever if we ever have a question it's it's great yeah i just loved the the opportunity to have the shirts you know you know it it's really cool to me and i'm obviously at these shows selling like i'm at cons and like to have a shirt that says mythic legions on it is that fun yeah well i'm selling and mythic legions yeah, yeah. It, it shows the brand to people because most people don't know the brand. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, it feels like a lot of people have heard a whisper or two. Yeah. You know, they don't understand it. They don't know everything about it. Yep. But I think I heard something about those stupid, expensive, hard-to-find toys. I've I told, I've told said it, and mostly on my wife is going to kill me, but the last two big shows I did, so Indianapolis Comic Con, um, Chica- the Chicago Toy Show, people were searching out my booth to buy mythic legions yeah you know and and it used to be it would be more of an education piece 
Like, I would have to explain what the whole process, explain who the four horsemen were. Most of the time, a lot of people would have, they would know, especially from masters, they would have an idea who the four horsemen were and everything. But all of a sudden, it became people were just in there grabbing stuff, and it wasn't me having to sell it anymore. Now, I still like selling it, but they were coming, and they were coming to buy. So it is kind of, it's it's definitely turning that corner. And when Cosmic is on the shelf... I think it's gonna be wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so seeing those figures at at, at uh, Legion's Con just was like, uh, again, coming from the the narrower mindset of the Motu line, fully amazed by all the custom work that everyone does. I'm not yep. obtuse to that, but then seeing those figures, I'm like, damn, that's just like another. That's that's a whole, and that's like another level. It's like another yeah. game changer, <clears throat> and they're wicked. Yeah, they're so wicked. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I can only imagine the pictures people are going to take. And, and, and that toy photography is a huge part of it now, of course, as well. And I mean, and that's really what you're doing with the shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it it's, it's toy photography. Well, it, it's, it's actually, yeah, it is. The, the challenge, though, is a lot of the really good photography is incorporating custom background work and custom effects yeah you know your your shooting effects your yeah. lightsaber effects you know that kind of stuff i'm shooting a figure on a white background everything has to be conveyed in the pose yeah. and in the lighting because i don't get a background to be able to enhance or make it feel more realistic right you know so it's it's interesting yeah it's fun yeah you know, a lot of fun for sure it's been super fun the, the, the funny thing that I, that I find interesting is that the fans of of Mythic catch on that that's that's a legit figure. Yeah. But oftentimes, even a, the fans don't realize that's the actual figure. Look at the elbow really closely. Oh, there's the hair. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. These are the real toys, the real collectibles, not yeah. some Photoshop. Yeah. And that, and that to takes, my point earlier, now that people are starting to know it's a brand, they see somebody walking around a convention in one of those Aretha t-shirts. You yeah. know, what is that? Oh, wait, I've heard of, you know, hopefully it's that extra little push that can yeah. help. It's cool that the, know, figures, the, brand. the figures are good enough because of the way that the horsemen build things and they hide that articulation very well, you know. And so you can pose them in a, in a spot and, you know, you look at it and you don't... To, to the to the untrained eye, you might not even realize that's yeah. a that's a toy. That was one of the first questions I got was, "Are you going to Photoshop out the articulation points?" And I said, "No, these are toys." Yeah. But hopefully, I can get a good enough picture where people don't understand that. Yeah, you know, yeah. they can't recognize it as such. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's it's cool, uh, and, and even so, you know what's. And I think Russ can probably speak to it more is is the fan art stuff because that's where. You know, like Steve and, and and these other amazing artists and these unique, one of a kind pieces that we saw at Legion's Con, and I know not everyone got to see them, but the the four horsemen are embracing the fan art side of it. They're yeah, go ahead, let's let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. Take those pictures, put it out there. It's under fan art. It's not under the official brand, but they're yeah, like, yeah we gotta get our audience. Let's do that. Do it. Yeah, and getting these pictures and getting that stuff that's where russ's expertise comes into play and working with some of the the artists because we don't physically have those yeah we can have some of the those the actual toys and physical ones here that are released but when you're talking customs it's a little more of a challenge have you guys i mean okay 
can can I address yep. actually this? I, because we did start doing these fan shirts, mm-hmm. and the Lord across the table was supposed to be the second shirt, but <laughs> the way things rolled out, the okay. The the origin of the fan shirt was I finally got a chance to walk around, you yep. know, and look at some of these and just was blown away. So I walked around for a half an hour with my head spinning. I walked over to Eric and I said, I would love to do this. Do you think this would be a thing we could do? Yeah. And at the time, I, I thought we could do it officially as an official shirt. And that would be a really cool thing for the customizer to be like, you have an official shirt yeah. with your product on it. But obviously, as the behind-the-scenes stuff happened, it can't be official. It's not their product. Yeah. They can't represent it like their product. But as Joe went to, they embraced the idea of a subset sure. of fan shirts. Is that Does that... Do you guys think it's weird? I mean, so sitting at this table, we're talking 80 years plus of intense toy collecting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> easy, right? Easy 80 years. Easy 80. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm 30 uh, into it. Oh, yeah. Cool. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so if, have you seen a toy line that has embraced customizing their figures? Never. Like I mean, and don't get me wrong. We all know there's Marvel there's customization, Legends, yeah, Wars, and everything, yeah. transform everything, but never were the company has embraced it like at this level. In my opinion, like I, I just you could watch them going around at Legion's Con, looking at the custom pieces, interacting, being blown away. Yeah, you know they loved it just as much as we did. Yeah, I you know. How yep. could you not? Yeah. You know, to say your base product inspires me to create these amazing things. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, I'd be flattered. So Russ, the way you're talking, were you were you were you prepared for what you saw at Legion's Con or was it a No, big it was surprise? A, it was a shock because um I don't social media very well. I'm I'm a little older and <laughs> I'm busy. You're no old man, Kyle. You're no old man, Kyle. Well, you want to know something? I'm actually older than Kyle. No, no you're not. Boom! Physically. I totally am. Physically, you Physically might be, older yes. You are not Kyle. older than old And you Kyle. look younger, oh, and you move, I, oh, you I move beat him on younger. all How many times have you called? Kyle, bring it on. How many times have you called your congressman this week? <laughs> <laughs> so, no. That's the I, I, I knew it was being done. And I had no idea to the degree that we had the 3D sculpting, digital sculpting, and the 3D printing happening, the the mass production of said things. Uh, Anthony, Noble Bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, at I believe it was at Legion's Con last year, he was able to have quit his day job and doing those parts full time. Yeah a fandom that can support that it's just it's amazing yeah you know the group here is incredible yeah it is wild so the thing about the shirts is i found out it's a heck of a lot more challenging than i expected to get a good pose in a photo out of these guys mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. i i put together a guide where i kind of show examples of what 
you know, what would work well for me. And I get nothing that looks like those photos, <laughs> you know, which is all good. I mean, right. I get it. Not everybody's doing photography yep. or comfortable with their skills at it. So Joe and I actually just about a week ago revisited this, the whole idea of doing them as short engagements. You know, my idea had been we run it for a month to give somebody a focus. And then in December, we would just re-up the whole year. So you could go in if you missed any and you wanted them, they'd be there for the holiday season, you know. But there's too much limited engagement stuff going on in this in this hobby. It just makes more sense to have our fan. We have a featured when we put a new design up and so yep. on. So what I'm planning is at Legion's Con, I'm going to take pictures. Oh, nice. Of the customs. Yeah. So if you're hearing this, you have a custom that you're interested in putting to a shirt, you know, reach out to us and we'll set up a meeting while we're there. Is this your way of telling me I took shitty pictures? <laughs> um. Your pictures were fantastic. The amount of ornate detail in the backgrounds of your pictures made it almost impossible to lift the ornate details in your sculpting off from your backgrounds without hours of tedious work. And then, to be honest, it it wouldn't be boxed quite right. It's a challenge for the proportions because of how we lock it into a frame. And that's a specific frame in every shirt. So if we don't have the right, I mean, I'll shoot a hundred shots of a character. Mm. Then I sit down at the computer and I find three or four that I think are the ones I want. Then I'll take those, I'll throw those into the grid to see how it works with a rough edit. And then I go, yep, but that pauldron needs to be angled a little differently that forearm if i turn it a quarter turn then i'm going to see the details of the spikes in the photo instead of just the smooth edge so i always revisit the photography so you know it's not unusual that the picture you see in a shirt is anywhere from 50 to 150 photos to get that particular shot that goes on the shirt it feels like ross is speaking a different language I kind of feel like he came here to throw me under the bus. No. Nope. <laughs> well, he answered your question. Yes. So, the answer was a very long form. Yes. 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 But, but that's the beauty of it because this is new. So we needed somebody to do something so horrible for me to identify the right way. Back that bus up. <laughs> oh, are we ready? You're telling me not to worry about the background. Don't worry about the background because I can edit it out. I think no. what he then thought that meant was you would just put it, you know, in front of something white or something like something that. Something basic the reason, or plain. The reason I took it where I did is because that's where the diorama set, which was where my light is set. Yeah. And I was worried about lighting, so I wanted to get him good uh, lighting. Mm-hmm. And that's no, I mean did he did. He took some really fantastic pictures, and he sent me. You don't me, have to say that now. Just, I don't believe you. Yes. You don't have yeah. to back. How many did you send me? You sent me like 15, I 20 pictures. Them, yeah. He took a bunch. He he did everything that I would have expected a customizer to do based on what I said. Yeah. And I realized this wasn't going to freaking work. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> well, to to the background point, we have a portable um, thing that you're going to bring. Yeah, portable little light studio. It's like 16 by 16. So it folds up flat, easy to transport, comes with LED lights. Mm -hmm. We'll put your figures in there, and I'll let Russ do his magic. Russ, I... 
I have something I would like you to take photos of. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> How comfortable are you? <laughs> it will probably be a little smaller than an action figure. It's not. It's probably about goblin size. I sometimes call it a goblin. <laughs> Are, are, are you thinking I can make it look better than real life? Well, I'm just, I've want? seen the pictures you take. You've done some amazing work, buddy. So, Shadowing. <laughs> Shadowing. So, what broke you out of skeletons? This line is amazing all the way around. Yeah. I'm still probably lightest on nights, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, me too, when I regret it. You know? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, to me... I, I like the knights, but a couple armor variations is all I really need. Yeah. You know, a couple helmet styles, and I'm good. But, no, the vampires, the, you know, the orcs, and the goblins. The goblins I was going to be out of because I wasn't happy with the value. You oh, know? my God. This is this uh, this was one of my favorite is conversations. This? this is the man. This I didn't is think it was him. Man. It was him. What? I'm almost 100% sure. When I was trying to sell you on legions, I could swear that you were like, you know, the dwarf, it's it's half a figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and you kind of were passing on them yes. because... I still don't do dwarfs. I actually yeah. only own one. I own Homer, right? Oh, he's a good one. He is, he's amazing. He's yeah, I love him. They're all beautiful. Um, I got to borrow somebody's Torgan to do a shirt, though, because he needs a shirt. Oh, he definitely so needs a shirt. Somebody's got to get me a Torgan. And I know we, somebody we can, in this room can do it. We can make that happen. <laughs> you want a blonde Torgan so, or do you want a dark haired Torgan? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get so you. No, we'll get you a yeah, Torgan. I mean, the goblins have become my favorite. I love the goblins. The goblin shirt. I mean, I think Cornboy's response to the goblin shirt, I ended up reshooting that goblin shirt several times to get a good balance for it. And that was one where most of my reshoots are internal reshoots. Mm-hmm. This was one where the process with the four horsemen was several reshoots just to try to get the right balance but the fact that with those guys i stopped their heads halfway up the frame because they're half-size figures was just too much fun you know i'm like i could do close-ups you know no nope those squat little dudes are only gonna live halfway up this shirt yeah you know and yeah that was a lot of fun there's something about the goblins faces yeah i mean they got personality yeah and the oh, custom years. goblins just just kill me. There's because you can get as goofy as you want with a custom yeah. goblin, and it works just as well as goblins. You know. Yes, goblins are my comic relief when it comes to yeah, like creating different heads and stuff, and for for aftermarket stuff. Too much fun. Comic relief. You know, I I think back like gremlins, ghoulies. Um, Oh my God! What were the little rollers? Um, critters, critters. Like I, I think back to those and and those those goblins, and it's you know it, it's example of Treadway's ability, of course, but mm-hmm. but the facial expressions on them are just so freaking. Where you're almost like, man, that's almost kind of nah, it's it's gonna bite my face off. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I just I love those little bastards, man. I love yeah. them. They're fun. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, 
Yeah, they are. You know, I'm I'm all in now. You yeah, know, it didn't take too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was the value of them. You know, I questioned it because you know, at the time, what were they? I think thirty five a pop. Yeah, right know. around there. I think early. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was in that range. Yeah, and yeah. when you're paying for this seven inch night, the same thing that you're paying for. Yeah, and I get it. It's the logistics. It's yep. it's the points of articulation, the assembly more than the volume of plastic. Yeah, exactly. Know? So it makes sense. It was just. There were a lot of figures, mm. you know, so oh, to include yeah. all of those. Those you know, first two Kickstarters, yeah. you know, when you, you start to, to just kind of wrap your mind around how much money you had into one wave, Great. you know, and um, yeah. and I, I hate to say it, like, I, I know why they moved away from it, and it totally makes sense, and what they're doing now is the right way to do it. I loved those monster waves. I freaking loved them oh they'd take you a week to oh, open yeah. up and go through and I, yeah. I i was just thinking about this the other i literally still have probably i bet i have f- at least three maybe four advent of decay figures i still have not opened wow and they're cool figures i've got figures i haven't opened yeah i don't know if there's any advent decay or advent of decay or not yes there is yeah i i haven't opened a gadriel hmm and right, Gadriel. Gad- yeah, yeah, the, 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 the angel, night. and she's beautiful. She's amazing. The the colors on that figure, the face sculpt, uh, it's a beautiful figure. But for some reason, I just haven't pulled it off the shelf yet and, and popped it out of the plastic. She's in the next batch that I'm. Oh, seeing. nice. She's beautiful. A winged figure. Yeah, in. yeah. You know, and I I think too for me is I don't. Part of it is is I've been so lazy about setting up my display that that's a huge part of it. Like, she's a figure that I, you know, we've talked about this numerous times. One of the things I love about these figures is when you put them on a shelf, that color variation along with the size, it creates this kind of, like, beautiful this display. You know, and, and I think when I actually get to that point where I'm ready for her to go on a shelf, then that I'll, I'll crack it open. Since the Will Smith slap, I can't help but think of, you know, a G.I. Jane joke when I see Gadriel now. Really? Yeah. You just always want to throw that out there? <laughs> Do they have alopecia in Mythos? I'm sure. I mean, the sh- what are the, the shadow orcs? The, not shadow, what are they called? What's Gorthok? What are they called? I thought it was a shadow orc. It is yeah, shadow orc, shadow yeah. Orc. yeah. Um, that definitely has that uh, that vibe. They look pretty hairless. Oh, look, it's our... It's our Oh, producer. it's the producer. It's producer Cody. You want to pause this? We can. Yeah, let's do that. Well, now that we got that taken care of. um, Yeah, so, Travis, you wrote down some questions. Did we answer them all? Yeah, we pretty much have moved through them, but, <laughs> you know, I I really wanted to get a little bit more on, on Joe and this, the retro rags, you know, how that all started, you know, what how it evolved into what it is today, you know, with licensed products and things like that. So yeah, it's it it is definitely a, it's in the same vein of where we started, but it's not the main the mainstay. What really started the company was the lack of willingness to get rid of old clothing. I had a drawer, which most guys, even some girls, can relate. The drawer or a section in your closet that just had your shirts that you only wear at home. You had some sentimental attached, something to it. You just didn't want to get rid of, right? Well, I wanted to cut off those the logos or 
the the wording or whatever was still good and intact with that memory, I could upcycle and we could apply that to a hoodie. So that's what started off the whole thing was basically think of patchwork quilts for hoodies. So taking old t-shirts, applying them to hoodies, every single one was custom. Everyone had their own laser etched um, tag. And um, that's still something that we do, but I haven't focused on it at all. A video hasn't even been updated in probably a year and a half at this point. Um, in doing the, the hoodies, we wound up realizing that the, the fan base that I was involved with, He-Man, there was a lot of art that was going out there. People were looking for places to print, and I kept seeing people ask or try their own thing on, uh, on a Redbubble or a Tee Public or something of that effect. And working, when I say working, it's funny. I'm already doing my turning my hobby into a pleasure right here. It's like having fun with He-Man and the toy collecting and and doing what I did with that stuff. You you meet people. You get to have these interactions, relationships like you guys and stuff. And it just kind of hit like a bolt of lightning to where why can't I just put out these these fan shirts as well. Um, a lot of artists, not trying to downplay it at all, don't want to do the business side of things. They just want to do what they do and get paid their 20%, which is what Redbubble and these other companies do. So I was like, oh, well, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. And in the process, it just was like, hey, most artists have a portfolio. A lot of that stuff is just sitting there. Well, if it's just sitting there, would you be willing to put it on a T-shirt? See how it does. Uh, I only ask for exclusivity on the T-shirt, on clothing only. You guys can still sell it and make your money whenever you want. And that really kind of started the ball rolling uh, even more so probably about a year and a half after we first got going is when that that really kind of got 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 its foothold. And then that led to, um, as Motu Joe and collecting and retro rags had a little bit more of a growth in following, the toy community kind of connected some dots and some things, and that's kind of how we got our first, it's not technically officially licensed, but our first official major collaboration with Rancid. And working with Lars and doing some shirts, and there's another one ready to come out any moment now. We're just getting the timing right with those guys. So then that led to me going, well, I do want to turn my passion into a paycheck so I never have to work again. I can play with toys all day. I can do this all day. So I started asking. I started looking for opportunities and seeing your guys' passion with this line and being smart enough to see that there is a tremendous amount of growth coming in the very near future, I want to invest in this. I want to try to do do this. And um, just reached out and took a few little few little steps, but ultimately we, we got there, and it was a very mutual. It's, it's kicking butt. We're, we're enjoying it immensely, and... Um, Again, not to downplay this, but Russ is a huge factor in this whole thing because I may be business or driven and, and want to run, run hard, hard, but I am not an art. I can see art. I can appreciate it. I understand how the work and the time and everything. I cannot work that pen. I cannot make my hand do the things that artists can do. Right. So it's definitely a partnership in that. And here we are. We're, we're running hard and we've got officially licensed there and we have also done official products for PowerCon and several other toy shows like that's behind the scenes right that it's not licensed or even our name is on it anywhere yeah but we're producing shirts for several different toy shows across the country right so it's 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 going it's going your guys relationship 
<clears throat> kind of reminds me of me and Stevens. Steven can push record. And I'm the artist. (laughs) (laughs) He forgot to mute his phone, too. (laughs) It's true. true. So true. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Joe. You do a lot more than push a button. I got some art for you, though. This is Travis's type of art. Oh, gosh. Can only imagine. We've been talking about Gadriel. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, remember the old days of Legion's cast? People used to just love hearing you listen read bios. They just that's that's basically a thing, and that's what I get mostly since you've you've been on your tour away from Mythos. <laughs> I get is you know what I miss? I miss Travis's bio reading. So I thought maybe you could just catch us up on on the character of Gadriel since we just talked about Well, I'm glad the hard part's out of the way, the name. So that's usually where I struggle. Speaking of, I I will say that I am definitely a huge fan of the Four Horsemen. I, I'm. It's going to be hard for me not to assault those guys when I see them because of these names for the cosmic characters. What the fudge? Seriously, I don't even Wait. think they all know the actual. They names. don't know the name. This one is person. A perfect example. <laughs> I know no one can see this. Yeah, but is this Bryophytus? That's how Bryophytus? I see. What is it? I would say bryophytus. I would say bryophytus. When we asked him. But I love the way he I loved the way he said Aerithyr. Oh, he did. Which, how'd you say Aerithyr? Yes. Aerithyr. That's yeah. how I always said it, Aerithyr, too. I guess I've to never Aerithyr. said that out loud to Isn't people. Isn't that a part of my penis? Is that? Aerithyr is the... Aerithra. The, Aerithra. 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 Oh, Aerithra is okay. the thing that's in... Um, and there's a uvula in the back of your throat. No. Yes, it is uvula. Sorry. Yes. Wait, how are That's you how pronouncing you it? Aerither. Aerither? Aerither, yeah. Instead of Aerither. So I'm doing a hard E instead. Let's be honest. You can pronounce it however you it want. You might be right. I'm just saying that's <laughs> yeah, how we that's, say that's, that's what we found out when we, when we asked, like, how do we yeah. say this? Yeah. And, and not, not, not picking on you, Eric. Honestly, they, they, they couldn't. He's, oh. Uh, Brian Bri- fight it, Brophitus. Bri- they had he had to go no. back and re- he no. got it, he got it, but he had to go back and think the the entomology of why he picked the names or how he did to get to it. And I'm like, I ain't gonna remember that. Yeah. So to your point, yes, the names are pretty complex. CB loves to make fun of me for this. Okay, <laughs> I've listened to him butcher a lot of stuff before. Okay, so I mean, just because he's making the shit, but people want to hear you butcher. Okay, here we go. Um, Gadriel, faction order of uh. Aetheron. Aetheron. I always thought that was Aetheron. No, it is Aetheron. Aetheron. Race, angel, role, warrior. Toy details. Released in the advent of decay. Accessories, blah, blah, blah. Additional heads, yes. Unhelmeted head with a helmeted head with a top spike. I forgot about that head because I haven't opened her. Um, Biography. Cirrus. The Great Golden City in the Clouds is home. I can't wait for that video game to come out because then there's going to be someone Saying pronouncing it. these names. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, Cirrus, the Great Golden City in the Clouds, is home to the Angels of Mythos. Re- revered, uh, revered, revered as the sa- Why are the words that revered. I should be? Revered. Thank you. Revered as sacred creatures. <laughs> I can't help Angel, Angels, angels <laughs> are known to be both powerful and wise. While they serve as guardians to the people of Mythos, angels generally avoid 
meddling in their affairs unless a great threat looms on the horizon. I think Jeremy spelt some of the stuff wrong when he put it in here. Um, Gadriel, now exiled from Cirrus, was banned for being too determined to protect the people at all costs. With a new home and her newfound allies in the Order of Aetheron, Gadriel is a battle-hardened and devastatingly powerful force for peace in Mythos. I nailed that. You did a good job. That's exactly what everybody wanted I to hear. Nailed it. <laughs> it was awesome. Nailed it. I, I, I'm proud of you. Yes. Yep. Yep, I actually had a, um, a listener reach out to me, uh, Nico, uh, who runs the, um, the European <laughs> Mythic Legions group. And he sent me a name. I guess it was a name would be my guess. He said, can you record yourself and, <laughs> and read this? And I, it was, I mean, it was German. He's German. Come to find out, it was his wife's name, I believe. And um, I just butchered. I mean, I can't even. Like, it, it, didn't, it didn't make sense. As a word, it As didn't, a word, make, sense it didn't make sense. He can't even say Jeremy. I noticed that. How's he going to do something? I can't do. LBC. <laughs> LBC. Yeah. Say DeWitt's first name. <laughs> Junkman. That's not his first name. I'm just going to name everybody. I'll give everybody nicknames. <laughs> At least everybody Mokey named Joe did Jeremy. it on his own, so that's what easy for What are your me. hands before you wash them? They're awful. Jeremy, aren't they? <laughs> Jeremy. 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 There it is. Hey. Oh! Look at that. That takes long too long wait, wait. that's too where, much enunciation where, 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 where are where's the building with a lot of books in it library okay he does say, say did library. he do the r library live weekly but it wasn't live library. library there you go that's yeah uh hello i'm from hesper tucky okay they they taught me some things in hesper tucky one catch suckers from the dam you would just go down to the dam the suckers would be trying to go up you just freaking grab them okay and the age you can marry your sister nope Cousin. Cousin. Oh. And she was a good kisser. <laughs> <laughs> she would have fit right into Mythos. <laughs> She'd have been a goblin. Yep. <laughs> Just like Travis. <laughs> Just like the rest of my family. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. So it's a, it's been a fun adventure, I imagine, for you two into this uh, this realm of Mythos. Mythos. Um, I don't imagine they don't see it stopping, right? No, I, I'm. We as just as we said before we started the podcast, we're all in. We're at Legion's Con. We're rolling out. We're guns a blazing, proverbially speaking, man. Yeah. We're we're in. Yeah, it is a it is a a pretty wild um, ride, and it, it's fun. I mean, for starters, you're you're at ground level. You know, you you you're with this from the beginning. You're a part of the marketing team for the most part, right? I mean, that's really what it is. You're you're helping promote this. It's it's just fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It is, like I said at the beginning, it's it is it's kind of surreal. Yeah. If you if you stop and think about it, which you should, you really should kind of pause every once in a while and enjoy and relish that this is pretty freaking cool. You know, it's crazy, and I don't know for you if it's the same. And I know you're getting a huge like Steve is the the artistic side of this as well. But like I think about what it's like for these two because these two are Motu Classic guys. They are. You know, they've been in on that for a long time. So they've been buying Four Horsemen stuff for a long time. And now you're where you can talk to them? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. I have McFarland pieces in my oh, collection yeah. from yeah. them. I sure. mean, it's 
talking about surreal, you know, like yeah. I'm totally going to fanboy when these guys that I've been loving their product for decades. Yeah. Send email responses like Russ, you are killing it oh, here. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I just, I just freaking die inside a little. This is so amazing. Yeah, you know, not die inside. I guess you know, right. Live whatever, but it's there. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, I, I don't so know. rewarding. I don't remember exactly which piece it was, but I was having a very bad day. Like, really. Bad. Not just Joe's having a Joe, like this is legit, like, whole oh, crap. Yeah. Bad, bad day. And we got an email from the guys, and it was pure accolade for what Russ had, had been doing. Yeah. And even in the, the, the crappiest, just like mood I was in, it it put a smile on my face knowing how he was going to feel <laughs> yeah. about that email. And, you know, I got pissed back off later on, you know, whatever else. But for for that moment, yeah. knowing that, you know, like later on, I was able to just truly, truly enjoy that for him. Because like, yeah. again, I get that that connection. That's just it's awesome. Yeah, super cool. That's how I feel when every once in a while I see a glint of approval in Jim's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> only happened a couple of times and not even sure if it was real or if i was just searching but i told myself that's what it was oh wow uh, that picture in the booth is classic with you guys man it's, uh, that's it's so like, good you were just beaming he's beaming and he's just looking like why is that over there like, he's just looking like it's so good who let this idiot behind our table uh, that picture is I almost that picture almost looks staged. It's so good. <laughs> that was what two two power cons ago, right? Uh, three, because we it, had 30? last year's, and then the one before that was uh, not in person. It was the yeah the twenty twenty was so it would have been the one before that. 19, it was nineteen. Wow, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff, man. It's really cool. Super crazy. So tell everybody where they can get these shirts. RetroRagsLimited.com, and it is not hard to find anything Mythic Legions. It has its own separate um, tab at the top. takes you to anything related to Mythic Legions, and currently there are two different um, slideshows, if you will, images up front that will take you there. The one will not be active until Saturday, but it's it'll, it's on the front page there, so it will take you there on uh, Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. When the posters go on, up. On the Sourceman's yeah. store? Source, sorry, their site goes up on our site as well. Source Horseman. Thank you. I Dot always get that. Thank you. There, there you go. Super cool. I'm a professional. You Russ, are. you got any place you want people to follow you or anything? You got anything you want to... You, wanna... you know, again, I'm kind of horrible at doing the social stuff because I'm just happy sitting here doing all the fun stuff. Russ, you know? Russ I got to tell you, you posted that picture the other day in the Cabal, I believe, right? And, oh, yes. Uh, yep, and it was of uh, it was uh, Nate Barch's original um, artwork. <laughs> And uh, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy, Russ?" I I think I know a guy named Russ, but so yeah, like you know, yeah. I I uh, if you want to look me up on Facebook, um, I'm Russell J on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, you'll probably find some links to me in the group at some point in time. Yeah, um, we might be doing a new banner stand for the. 
for the big podcast. Yay! Yeah. So Yay. yeah, that's good it. stuff. Yep, we do need it. We need it. Well, thank you guys this for having us on. Thanks, um, thanks for I, coming. I seriously appreciate it. It's yeah, it's this, this has, has been, been a, awesome. It's been a fun ride, and I'm looking forward to where the road takes us. Should have happened sooner, but we're glad you guys made it out. Yeah. Thanks yeah. again. We're slow. <laughs> thanks, guys, for coming. Uh, you know, we'll be back in a couple weeks, and until then, we'll see you around the land of mythos. <laughs> <laughs>